Greg Fox is a keyboardist who has worked with many famous musicians such as Billy Idol, Toto, Yes, and ACDC. His performances can be heard around the world. You might have heard Greg's performance at the Academy of Country Music Awards with Miley Cyrus for her song The Climb. One of Greg's most recent projects is called the Renaissance Rock Orchestra. The Renaissance Rock Orchestra is directed by Greg and includes other rock legends that have performed with bands like Queen, Pink Floyd, and Led Zeppelin. This performance unites the sounds of metal and symphonic music. I'm Ellie Sadler, and I'm being joined by Greg Fox. His music with the RRO, as well as Louis Prima Jr. and The Witnesses and The Moby Dicks can be heard on our station. Be sure to listen for Renaissance Rock Orchestra's three new Christmas singles that will be played during the holiday season this year and the year's forthcoming. Welcome, Greg. Hi, Ellie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. It's great to see you. Yes. Hello to everybody in my hometown. So I have a show called Broken Record, which is a music variety show. And on my show, I talk about concerts and my love for live music. So I have oh, cool. three quick yeah. questions for you. First, what was your first concert? My very first concert. Yes. My very first. It's It's been so long ago, <laughs> I can barely remember. But of course, you'd think that you would remember your very first first concert and i recall my very first concert as being chicago the band chicago oh fun do you know chicago yeah my dad listens to their music sometimes when we're driving in the car Uh chicago was a great great band back in the day and they they were a big deal they were a horn band you know kind of like a blood sweat and tears thing back in the day but of course they had so many hits over the course of the 70s and the 80s and the 90s but back in the 70s when i went to that show they were still a very organic band you know they ended up with people Peter Cetera, becoming kind of a bit of corporate production hits. You know, you have a song, an outside songwriter that writes the song, you bring it in, you record it. It's beautiful. And they're beautiful songs. And he had so many hits that way. But in the early days, it was, it was like this band of like 12 guys with trumpets and, and saxes and trombones and and they wrote their own songs so it was very it was very personal to them and and yeah i don't know it, it was kind of like hippie music a little bit I, I guess i would say but a really interesting thing i remember about the concert it's so different how times have changed you know back then we didn't have led walls and <laughs> and lasers and shooting fire so the the big huge thing to show other than how great the band was was they had this gigantic blow up thing behind the stage that was like 30 feet tall and it took a long long time for yeah. it to blow up with whatever was pumping it and so it was kind of silly because it was folded up but it was their band name chicago 40 feet tall and this big gigantic blow up balloon of chicago that was like 60 feet wide and 40 feet tall that was what that's what live concert special effects were like back then oh my gosh that would be so <laughs> cool and what was your most recent concert wow what was the last concert that i saw Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let me think about this. But I think my last one was actually uh, Chris Cornell. Oh, whoa. Yes. And uh, my light guy, Sam Raphael, who lives up there in Bremerton. Mm-hmm. My uh, my sound guy, his brother, Alex Raphael, lives in Bremerton, too. And uh, he owns Max RPM Motorsports over there in Bremerton. But Sammy was running lights for Chris Cornell, and that was very, very cool. Yeah, it was. That's so cool. Uh, Do you have a favorite concert you've been to? Oh, my. Well, that is very, very hard for me because yeah. I've been to so many over the course of my life. You know, mm-hmm. back when I was a kid, the only fun thing to do was to go to concerts. And, of course, you could go to a concert for five 
five bucks. Yeah. You could go see Led Zeppelin for five bucks. <laughs> a lot cheaper. Crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was pretty cool, of course. In some ways, the concert that I did for Miley Cyrus at the Academy of Country Music Awards was my favorite because I had never performed in front of 36 million people before I played the song The Climb for her at the MGM Grand Garden Arena here in Las Vegas. And that was so in some ways that that was a very special concert but i'm gonna say my my favorite concert i never saw close to the edge by by yes and everybody watching if you've never heard that or studied that album please do it's an iconic progressive rock song uh, album that side one is a 30 minute song called close to the edge and most people that like prog rock or progressive rock think that it will never be duplicated and there will never be another progressive rock record as good as that i did not see that concert live but i saw yes a number of times and i'm gonna say that my favorite concert by them was the album Relayer. Relayer. Some beautiful, beautiful songs on there. When I hear this music, it's just heart-wrenching to me. But you know what? It has that rock power and groove that I like too. And, and they get crazy. They get way outside the box in. And uh, I love that. That's that's kind of my, my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um. Going back to Renaissance Rock Orchestra, what was the inspiration behind that? What made you want to create a group that would play these songs? My first inspiration to do it was when I went out to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Are you familiar with Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Yeah. Yeah, of course they tour around the country every year for Christmas. And uh, so they, they've kind of built this genre, this Christmas genre that is once again, I will say classical metal. They're considered to be a metal act, but of course the production is so huge with, with fire and shooting fire and, and lasers and all the LED walls. It's just remarkable in the music I love too. Mikey Bones took me out. He knew the guys that were in uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra and he introduced me to them. And so over a course of several years, I saw the show, you know, uh, three times like every Christmas. And every time I'd see the show, I, I would think to myself, man, this is amazing. I love this music. And I could do that. I know I could do that. I know I could write music like that. So that was my inspiration. And of course, I was always, ho I was also hoping that since they created this genre, that didn't exist before they had opened up this new world and you know they're so successful at it that they go out and they play for about 60 days every year and they make 90 million dollars so i was hoping that investors were going to go wow there's only one tso in the world and this guy greg fox has has built this new little tso band although there is a difference i'm not trying to be tso i've never wanted to do the christmas show thing so yeah, even though we've recorded three records and my second record has 27 rock stars on it and nine famous drummers from bands like ACDC and Slash and Whitesnake and Foreigner and Hearts. It goes on and on and on. But I never wanted to be a Christmas show. So this fourth record that I wrote and recorded this year called Christmas Rocks is our first Christmas record. And it's the first time we're really getting the wheels on the bus and taking it out on tour. But it was originally Trans-Siberian Orchestra that inspired me to start writing and uh, it was amazing how the music came to me. It's, it seems some kind of divine, like it was the right time or, or God had said, you know, it, it's time for this to happen, for this to happen for you. you know, when I was out on my sailboat, uh, that experience changed me a lot as a person and as an artist. It made me a lot stronger. It made me miss my music a lot because I couldn't have a piano on the <laughs> sailboat. But when I got off the sailboat, uh, I immediately moved to Venice Beach, California, and I started taking my, my career a lot more seriously. Prior to that, you know, when I was up in Seattle, 
Well, it was kind of hanging on the coattails of famous bands, like playing with the guys in Hearts, you know, doing some things with the guys in Queensryche here and there. The difference between TSO and Renaissance Rock Orchestra is, of course, the Christmas versus the classical metal, which is what I do and write. You know, I've gotten to the point that I like to call it melodic rock because people get scared anytime you say metal. Mm -hmm. They get scared when you say metal. And uh, some people don't understand the symphonic thing. They don't think they're going to like it. So I've started calling it just melodic rock. Mm -hmm. It has progressive rock influences, classical medical metal influences, progressive metal influences. But yeah, please go listen to it on Spotify and on Apple Music and check it out. So my my new motto for Renaissance Rock Orchestra is take, when people ask me what is Renaissance Rock Orchestra, I say take Trans-Siberian Orchestra, take out the Christmas <laughs> and add rock stars. Yeah. So that's kind of what my theme of what, what we are. Awesome. All right. Thank you so, so, so much for doing this interview with me. Well, thank you too, Ellie. It was really a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Once again, I'm Ellie Sadler here with Greg Fox. Greg Fox is a part of the Renaissance Rock Orchestra that has multiple performances coming up. Thank you so much again for joining me. Thank you so much, Ellie. Bye. Bye. This has been Ellie Sadler with 88.9 The Bridge.